the three Mikes are hitting the stage. Come see Mike Shea. I love baseball because it's the only sport where players communicate with sign language, and by sign language I mean the catcher plays with his balls. The pitcher's just up there on the mound nodding and shaking his head, and the catcher's down there just like flicking those things around. Mike Vanderveen. I'm an addict in recovery. Yeah, I just celebrated seven years clean a couple months ago. Thank you so much. My old drug dealers do not share your sentiment. And Mike Wells. I have a dream catcher hanging above my bed. It's just a picture of my future children. Because once you have kids, your dreams don't matter anymore. Just ask any parent who ever had a dream. At Bricky's Comedy Club on April 29th. Three mics and a mic. April 29th at Bricky's Comedy Club in Miamisburg, Ohio. Get your tickets now at brickyscomedy.com. If you are in or around the Dayton, Ohio area and you want to know more about what's going on in the local comedy scene, we have a website for you. Go to www.gemcitycomedy.com. That's www.gemcitycomedy.com. We've got profiles on all your favorite local comedians, as well as a calendar and guide to all the shows going on, whether they're open mics or big headliner shows or showcases or whatever we have in store. You can also submit your own information to the website to be updated with 48 hours i run this website myself it is a passion project of love so make sure you guys go check that out right now go to www.gemcitycomedy.com to get all the information on the dayton comedy scene Sometimes life can give you the raw deal, and that's where Dope comes in. Dope provides edible cookie dough in a variety of flavors and styles for you, delivered to your house deliciously and intact. Dope also donates a portion of every sale to the She Recovers Foundation with a minimum guaranteed donation of $40,000 every year. She Recovers is a nonprofit charity with a mission to connect, support, and empower women in or seeking recovery. You can also use the code tbl 5 tb L05 to get $5 off your order at checkout. Once again, just go check out Dope at www.dope.com. That's www.doughp.com and use the code TBL05 to get $5 off your order at checkout. Why the f did it take me 30 seconds to write about f***ing a dead kid? <laughs> but I can't write anything about my own child. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm also pretty sure I'm Gary Oldman, and I just don't know it because he's such a good actor. Gary Oldman doesn't even know who Gary Oldman is. <laughs> Tequila does terrible things to me. The MGK gives good blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking Monster me on the other side of Gloria. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> hey. Oh, nom, 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 nom. I'm a father. I have never f***ed a dead kid. I have no. <laughs> Reference to that. You got along with everybody? Yeah, because I kind of, I was under the radar. Okay. So I was just like, I was just that kid. But yeah, chill. I was just that chill kid. Once I found weed, I was the same way. I was like, everybody knew who I was, but I didn't really go out and party or anything oh, like no. that. It was just like, nobody had any issues with me. I was just kind of like, I hung out with like, we played a lot of Magic, and mm -hmm. everybody was shocked I played Magic the Gathering. Oh. Oh, like all the popular kids, like you play. I was like, yeah, like miss those days. Why? And they're like, oh, I was like, yeah, it's a fun game. And so, like, but I don't know. Like, I just, I literally got along with everybody in high school. I just didn't like. You played Magic the Gathering, and you never got bullied for it. No, I fucking hate you. 
It's, I didn't play magic in my high school. I still though, got bullied. So it was weird. My friend did though, but it was what not anybody in our like. It wasn't anybody in our grade. It was like right. so fucking weird. Just one kid, and they beat the fuck out of him. What? Jesus. Yeah, they got in a fight, and we all beat the fuck out of him. We like you were involved. Yeah, I was like, he like started, he pushed him. And then oh, he punched shit. my friend in the face, and we were just like, all right. And we just Oh, you the- beat the fuck out of him. Oh, oh. Out of the guy. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, the kid that was playing Magic. And I was like, were you trying to? I thought you just admitted to being a bully. <laughs> no, 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 no. And okay. we beat the fuck out of the bully. Okay, no, excellent, like- excellent. And then low key, like only one person, only two people got suspended. The guy who started, the kid who started the fight, and yeah. the one he punched first. <laughs> oh shit! Because he threw the first punch, and then we right. just kind of like beat the shit out of him. And then, yeah, yeah, it was it. Fuck yeah! And then like it, that's the only time anything ever happened in high school with that. It was weird. We just played magic. I don't know. It was very odd. Like it was very weird. Like because you figured it would, but we didn't. We also had like land parties. Oh, God, those were the best. I was in college like, when those started. Yeah, so I was in, like, high school. Yeah. And uh, we had land parties, and we had, like, land like land parties either at my, my house or my friend Justin's house or yeah. my other friend John, who was, like, really friends with the popular, popular kids. Like, yeah. he'd have it in their house, and we all just, it was weird. Like, our, that. our high school, there was, like, nobody really had any issues with anybody. I feel like it was very odd. Oh, yeah. My my high, it's probably a good thing. My high school was super clicky, super clicky. We weren't really that clicky. Some guy tried to bully me one time, and I just like, I, it was like he tra- he knocked me over running, right? Okay. And gym, and what I did was I got up and I just beat him at the race, <laughs> and like it was weird. That was like it. And then me and him am coming friends. <laughs> weird. Yeah. It's kind of huh. that's called Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just fuck with them mentally. It's just yeah. kind of like what that guy's like, not taking like not letting it get to him. Like I remember when I was in, it was elementary school. Like I sat up front, and these two kids, I sat up front on the bus. These two kids would just fucking yell at my ears constantly, just pick at me, and I would just ignore it, ignore it. I ignored it for like six months. Until finally, like, the bus driver, like, made them move seats. Mm. But, like, the bus driver was like, you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. It doesn't bug me at all. Like, I literally just ignored it to where it wouldn't, like. Yeah. I was, I've was. i always been able to zone shit out. Yeah. For whatever reason. Things, because I don't know why. I would just ignore it. I I used to, uh, on the bus, I'd sit up front, and I would uh, I'd have my CD player with me. I would, oh, I'm yawning. Uh, I would just put my headphones on, and I would just, like crank up like lincoln park or something and i would just zone out because my butt my bus stop was like the last one on the fucking bus route uh, and so like all the all the shitty kids on the bus and all that i would just put them on and just tune everybody the fuck out but i would blast that shit and it would piss everybody off because i'm sitting there with like you know fucking lincoln park's meteora just blasting yeah. and they would get pissed off that like he's got that shit up so loud we get it and she was like well she she didn't give a shit. She just she was she was like I did I was the only kid on the bus that didn't bother anybody. They were like, right. I just stare out the window. They would just yell in my fucking ear and like kind of like flick at me and stuff. And yeah. I just was like, like today this day I still don't know what caused me not to snap or kill either one of them or, <laughs> but like I just I had this innate ability like even at my job like if somebody's like yelling at me or something I yeah. just I just zone maintain out, composure like, yeah. yeah because like I said I. 
the only time I've ever really truly been in a fight outside of my job is I really don't call it a fight, just confrontation where the dude like I was like, dude, leave her alone. And he's like, well, you want to fight? And I was like, do you want me to hit you? Because my dad pissed me off when I was 12. <laughs> that's what you're going to get. And he just left me alone. Do, do you want to have to deal with my daddy issues? <laughs> yeah, because, like, it's it's so much built-up frustration. I was like, that's – I'm that yes, at the mo at that split second, like, I'll go. But just know that you're taking this hit now because I'm pissed at my father. Right. <laughs> Not because of you. Fucking genius, man. And then he was like, my mom left me, too. I fucking get it, dude. <laughs> but, yeah. And that's how My Chemical Romance was formed. <laughs> <laughs> went to a parade. I went to a parade. <laughs> so where did, because uh, this is the week we're, 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 we're talking to you, uh, interviewing you. So now that we've had a nice life story from Mike Wells. That's weird. Um, so where does where does comedy fit into all that? Like, what do you mean? When did you start, and what, what led you to start? Yeah. Uh, well, well, let me. My cousin, who I'm no longer that we both hate each other, does comedy. The stand-up comedy. He's like, he made his career out of it. This is weird because how you and I met was when I was doing the old podcast and I interviewed you. Yeah. So I've probably heard some of these stories yeah, before, probably. honestly. Um, he did it for like a really long time. I always looked up to him about. It. He's like my second cousin, so he's like, well, yeah. he's he's in his fifties now. Mm-hmm. Damn. Uh, but he did it forever. Like you would say, at one point in time, he was the funniest comic in Ohio, just working. But he's been, but he's burnt so many bridges twice; it's ridiculous. Really? Um, but I was like, oh, he's got a cool job. This and that. He was a really funny, dude. And like, I've always gradually just liked to make people laugh, yeah. and have always had weird, th- fucked up thoughts that are funny to me. Like I'll tell anybody this: my sense of humor is like even when I was a kid, like. My dad's in the wheelchair. Well, it's not even my real dad, my adoptive father, whatever. Dude, I hate. Anyways, (laughs) he, I always thought it'd be hilarious to see a guy in a wheelchair just crossing the street, just wheeling himself. All of a sudden, just a fucking semi just take him out. (laughs) Like, out of, like, like you're looking at it and it's just a peaceful day. And then it's just like birds like flying over. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought that would always be fucking funny to me, and like I've always had like a dark sense of humor. Like I started writing jokes when I was like super young. Mm-hmm. My dad found my joke binder and threw it away. Oh, oh no! Like, I was like, some gold I was like, I was like eleven or twelve when I started writing jokes. It's like worse than finding the porn stash. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I kind of like. So my cousin was doing it, and I just really like writing, and he threw that shit away, and. Because you yeah. didn't even go to college. How old college were you the first time you tried? Yeah. Huh? How old were you the first time you tried? I was like 18. Up? I did it a couple times and I was done. Huh. And then uh, I got into, uh, started dating somebody and I just stopped doing it. I literally, I did it like, it was like twice. Mm. And I was like, all right. And then I then started really, I only consider it actually starting, starting when I turned, because I turned 30. Damn. That's when I started when I was 30. Damn, so there was a 12 year gap. Yeah, and I I don't. What made you get back into it after twelve years of not doing it? Like Scotty Mays. Yeah, I'm not even kidding yeah. you. So Scotty posted that there was an open mic, and like me and him when we worked together, I talked about like wanting to do comedy. We talked about both wanting to do comedy, and like this is long after he got fired and all that stuff. And we had yeah. that yeah. stuff yeah. that we happened, yeah. and I saw, him, and we we're still friends on Facebook for whatever reason, which is very odd, <laughs> and. uh I saw him post about an open mic, an open mic. 
He posted a video at Rocky's Pizza in Beaver Creek, which no longer exists. Oh, that was a fun mic, though. Um, he did the mic there. He, there's a video, and I watched him. I was like, okay, like, he ate a dick. I can do this type mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> he even admitted he ate a dick. And then, like, he posted about the open mic at the Hookah Bazaar. So I was like, you know what? Like, I'll go, and I'll I'll do it. Like, I'll do the open mic. Fuck it. Like, you know, and I went over this material, and, like, I had it for, like, the next, like, week. <laughs> And I just constantly went over it and went over it and went over it and went over it and went over it. And I don't remember any of the jokes, but I thought, like, it went okay. Better than probably what it sounded like at that point. Um, but then, yeah, it was just kind of him posting about it. I was like, oh, I'll do this. I could do this. And then got me into it. From then on, I was just kind of, like, hooked because I just went through, like, a breakup with a girl that I knew I was going to break up with anyways. <laughs> so you hadn't met Melissa yet? No, no. I didn't meet Melissa till I don't know how long we've been together, actually. Because of COVID, it's weird. Because right, you guys got married during COVID, right? Yeah. 2020. 2021. Was it? 2020, yeah. 2020, okay. Yeah. How long had you guys been dating up to that point? <sighs> I think like two years or something like that. We've oh. been together for five or six years. Okay. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. feels like an attorney because of COVID. Because yeah, I know. Time has no meaning anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. And I went through, like, a break. Because she's the first person I... No, I dated one other person before I met her. That's literally it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I knew the breakup was... I mean, like, when she broke up with me, I, like, I consoled her about... Because she broke up with me. And I was like, it's all right. No big deal. <laughs> like, she was crying. I was perfectly content. <laughs> it was very weird. She's like, I don't understand why you're being so nice. So I was like, it's all right. You don't have to cry about me. I yeah. never liked just, you. Just remember this when you're wondering why we broke up. I was so nice, and you broke up with me. It was, it was like one of those things. I was just like, I don't even know why we dated for so long. Yeah. It's just like whenever you like make out with somebody for like the first time, or kid, like it was just so awkward and like it, nothing went <laughs> like. It was almost like if my beat was like on rhythm, hers was like, <laughs> like it just nothing she was, met. She was a one three, he was a two four. Yeah, they were they were they were clapping on when you go to the go to a concert and everyone's clapping on the wrong beat. <laughs> she was nice. Uh, she was a she was a basic she was a nurse practitioner. She makes bank. Damn, that's yeah. a doc, that's pretty much a doctor. doctor yeah, yeah. So yeah you like, might as well be. That yeah. was when I was like, yeah, I fucked that up. Kind of, <laughs> like I don't give a fuck. Like it was, dude. Yeah. Even like the rehabs I've worked at, they pay their nurse practitioners, and this is low for a nurse practitioner, like one hundred and twenty, yeah. hundred and thirty thousand yeah. dollars. Because you're, like you said, you're basically a doctor. Yeah. You're diagnosing, assessing, prescribing meds. Uh, I'm trying to think of the. I just had this conversation with one of our nurses the other day about really like what's the difference. Yeah. And I think oh she said making a referral. Yeah. A doctor can refer somebody to a specialist. A nurse practitioner yep. cannot. Yeah. That is it. Um, they kind of help help with doctor's overflow. Really. Well, not I, only that, I, she paid her entire way, so she didn't even have any debt when she finished. Oh, Jesus. She yeah. was very frugal. Like, she was uh, a great what's her, what's her name, and is she single? I was going to ask the same the thing. The funny thing was, so, like... <laughs> Fuck you, you're married. I, I need this. I need a sugar mama. This is how weird I am with, like, people. This is how much I don't care about certain things. Yeah. So I go over her place. Um, the... Uh, Cause it's weird. We had like a, a, uh, early on in a relationship, we went to a party together during Christmas mm-hmm. and it wasn't tight. It was Christmas time, like early well, middle of 
December. And we were over at our friend's house, and they're all, like, at the time, nurses. She was getting her nurse practice. She was becoming a nurse practitioner. And, like, the dude, the her friend's her friend's dad had a heart attack there, blah, 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 this and that. So she made me stay the night because she just felt, like, really weird. She was like, first off, we're not having sex. I was like, no, that's fine. Like, I get it. Like, you almost saw your – they weren't sure if he lived or not. They right, took him. yeah. So like, that's fine, whatever. And so I get up in the morning, you know, and throw some stuff away. And I realize there's a condom wrapper in the fucking thing. Uh-huh. And she's like, and I go back. She's like, did you see that condom? I was like, yeah. She's like, I was like, don't worry about it. She's like, what do you mean? She's like, we're not exclusive. Like, yeah. We've gone and gone. And <laughs> like, it is what it is. She's yeah. like, okay. And I was like, I have a fuck buddy. I've had a fuck buddy too in the past. Like, Yeah, it happens. And then she ended up getting back together with the dude she was with for a while. Like, mm-hmm. she dated him for years. Then they broke up and weren't together for, like, two years. And we dated, like, for a little bit in between. Yeah. And they ended up getting back together. Gotcha. The old rebound and assist. Oof. Hey, that's how you win trophy. I don't know. I, I think they're divorced now or something. I know they're on the rocks. <laughs> so she's available. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I was like, wow. I mean, her brother loved me. Like, her family loved me. But it was like the best i have always been loved by all of my significant others families it's just the the weirdest part was is like like her brother asked me uh you think because she bought a house she's like you think you're gonna move in here i was like i i don't i yeah. don't know and like because in my head i'm like i don't really see this going any like it just wasn't going any further than i feel like it was like there was there was a shelf life on that relationship yeah it was like the, the sexual chemistry wasn't there like we we're cool we'd be cool friends but like Sexual chemistry wise, I was like, yeah, it's like that is a thing. Yeah. I, I with one of my exes, it was it was like we got along just fine, like, but we just in in, in the bedroom there was we just we were not on the same page, and it was weird. Then literally after that, I was like, all right, like I think like a week after we broke up or something like that, and it really had nothing to do with the breakup. I was like, I'm gonna start doing comedy because a couple weeks maybe because Scotty posted that, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's what I'll do. There What's the very like, first joke you tried at the age of 30? Not 18, but like when you came back, what was the first joke on the first mic that you did? I don't remember. Tell you. Yeah. I mean, you, you've got. You, What's one of your OG jokes? Like yeah, What's one of your one of your oldest ones you got? That I remember? Yeah. That I kept? Yeah. Uh, hi, my name is Mike. My friends call me Mike. My mom calls me a load. She just swallowed. That was a good bit. She's a classy whore. She's got five kids, but three different dudes, all different races. <laughs> so whenever we get together for Christmas, it looks like we're about to drop a super dope version of Joy to the World. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that one a lot. That's a great one. All true. Yeah. Yeah. That's like all that's true. That's a great opener. Yeah. That's a fantastic opener. Wait, um, she really, she was that comfortable with you where she would tell you that she, she wished she would swallow the load instead? Or was that part not true? <laughs> Oh, yeah, she's told me that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was low-key, like, they thought about aborting me. Like, are you kidding me? Wait, this might be a heavy question, but she really have a scar <laughs> from the that, coat hanger? No, that's the one thing. Is like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not true. Okay. That would be She ever get hard. mad at you for telling that joke? No. I got to realize, like, since my cousin does comedy, like, it's her first cousin, obviously. Yeah. Like, you gotta realize Fixed my him. family's pretty fucked up when, yeah, when it yeah. comes to like comedy wise. You don't get to be you and not come from a family that's some semblance of fucked up. Yeah, so it's uh, like yeah, we just it's like whatever. Well, um, I've met your mom, so I can I can attest. Like like yeah, 
the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> like, like his family, I, I've, I've met, I've met your mom and I've met your sister. And I mean, yeah, like, yeah, I get it. I, I, yeah. Right on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of Scotty. I, and I mean that in the most loving way possible, by the way, like it's not a dig. <laughs> Where was the first show you ever headlined? Had to have been a Wiley's. No? I, feel like I don't think it was Wiley's Sudden in Comics. Really? It was some show in Columbus. Oh, okay. Like a out. bar show, probably? Yeah, like a bar. It was weird. I did like 30 minutes or something like that. Holy shit. Yeah, I was like a couple years in. Um, It's a dude I know who I can't stand who's a fucking asshole. It's Brooke Robinson had me close out some type of show. Oh, that's a name I haven't heard in a but while. It was like a bar, but they actually had. It was like a bar, but they had their own like stage and like everything for music and stuff. Oh, like like, it, like Bob's or yeah, OE. So, and then I was like, oh, okay, like okay, and he asked me to do it, and I did, and did like 25, 30 minutes. That's when I was like, it was weird because I brought up like I because I write so much, not as much as I used to, but I had so many jokes I've written. Like I forget my material; it's so much material to remember. Yeah, I'd always bring up my book with me but actually like i never kind of figured out how to use it as like a prop like kind of like how i do now yeah we were talking about that last night, last too, night yeah. how, that's how you get away with it because it's also a prop yeah but also it's hard to remember hours of one-liners and uh so i never figured out how to use a prop and i've not started using a prop until like the past like maybe six months yeah. When I started, when I just put that fucking tit picture in there. So you haven't been doing that for very long. No. And I, and like, it took me forever. Cause I'm like, it makes me more comfortable mm-hmm. because I'm like, I know my material, but what happens is I've written so much that I'm just, I get lost in my own head sometimes. You can, I can tell, I can tell when you're like, cause, cause I've seen you so much now. I can always tell when you're, um, like a little lost in the sauce in your performance because you start talking faster. Yeah. To the point where even I'm like, I know what joke he's telling. I can't understand a word he's saying. It's weird because I talk fast naturally, I feel like. Yeah. So that's always been a hard thing. And so two things. One is like when I get lost, I do that. Mm. And when I'm kind of murdering at the same time, sometimes I speed up too. Is that the adrenaline hits? It's the adrenaline rush, Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, fuck. You need to do what I do. Do some shots before you go up. <laughs> and it, it's weird because, like, I don't think I did that when I closed that Bricky's open mic. I don't think I went too fast or anything. Mm. I kind of just sat there. I thought I went really well. I kind of just sat there and, like, let everything marinate. But that's not start happening until, like, me not giving, like, a shit per se. Yeah. For, like, until, like, the past, like, year maybe. I'm trying not to. You also slowed down a lot, so like you don't go on stage as much as you used to. Not ever since you had Miles. Yeah, because for the for because so. you because you went you went part time at your job because at one point comedy was going so well yeah. that you were able to. Uh-huh. And then I guess was it was it when what at what point did that change? Was it when you married Melissa? Was it when having no. a kid was a possibility? No, so like. It was, uh, I went part-time at my job January 2020, and like... And then, oh, COVID. COVID. (laughs) COVID is what slowed it down. March 14th. Same story as Bo Burnham. It was literally, I mean, like, I was making, like, money. Like, not crazy money, but I was, like, able to 
supplement what I was yeah. losing at work. Yeah. I'd have to travel more, but I was supplement doing bar shows and that type yeah. of stuff, going out of town, whatever. And like, I was like, and I think that day, I can't remember how many like shows I had between the end of March and April. I think it was like 40 something shows I had booked. Jesus. Just that random place talking to people. I was like, hey, I like, need this, 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 yeah. and this. And it was just like done. So I was like, uh, okay. Like overnight, everything disappeared. Yeah. And that kind of took the wind out of my sails. Mm-hmm. Damn. And I was just like, okay, well. So I guess then I guess at what point do you make the decision that because for a lot of people they would be like okay my goal is to get back to that at what point did that goal change from getting back to that to starting a family and focusing more on that so like um, it was basically having miles because Melissa didn't care if I went out of town I there was. It was weird at the very with COVID, and then kind of started opening up stuff. I was going out a little bit more, just mm-hmm. and that, da da da. We got married, and I was going out more and more. But then I found out she was. It's the moment I found out she was pregnant. That I went, oh shit. Oh, so even though you guys were trying, it still hadn't like hit you yet that oh I'm gonna. Have yeah, a kid it was and slow down. I even I told myself is like I'm gonna do comedy when he's born. Like I'm still gonna do comedy, and then like. It was like one of those, she was like seven, six or seven, because I stopped really going out a lot. Because I was still going out quite a bit until she was like six or seven months pregnant. Yeah. I just felt bad for being away, and she's miserable at home. And I was like, I need to be a good husband. I want to be there, like, to take care of her just in case something happens. And I was doing that, like, six, seven months in, like, of her being pregnant. I just stopped going out as much and maybe go out once or twice a week instead of, like, every. Because it got to the point where, like, coming over here was the only thing you were doing. Yeah. I remember. Like, and even sometimes you were like. I'm going to stay home with the wife today. Yeah. Just because, yeah, be, be, being pregnant sucks. <laughs> and then, like, and then I told myself, like, when he's born, I'll still do oh mics once or twice a week just to kind of, you know, yeah. do that. Um, And then, like, immediately as soon as he was born, I was like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, I can't go. Like, it was just, it was a weird feeling. I was like, I'd rather just stay home and take care of him type thing. Like, just don't get me wrong. There's days I want to, like, I get an itch for it. But, like, I see him. I'm like, I just want to be a good dad. You love that kid yeah, so goddamn yeah, much. Yeah, I just want to be a good dad. Like, I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a Travis Charles. <laughs> it's not where I thought you were going with that, but I love it. <laughs> I but I also know exactly what you're talking about. Like, I want to be a good dad and just be around my kid. Like, and just there to raise him. Do you think some of that stems from having a bad father? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It has to be. I mean, 100% I, yeah. I just I wanted to just get the verbal confirmation. Absolutely. Like, like I tell my I tell my son like I tell Miles like every day I'm like I'm proud of you like if he just does something because my dad never said that to me at mm-hmm. all ever. I always tell him that all the time, and my wife's like, "Why do you say that?" I'm like, "Because my dad never once." ever said that to him and I wiped Dude. my dad's ass and got him dressed. You see that in a lot of families where like generationally, you know, I saw a meme, like a meme or something today where it was like, you've got the dad that, you know, is, is verbally just berating this kid. Then you get to where it goes from like, I fucking hate you to I fucking love you because the next, each next generation of kids in that family is like, I'm not doing what the last one did. Yeah. And like, 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 and I think my thing is, though, too, like, I took care of my dad because my dad has muscular dystrophy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, he can't walk. He's never, ever since he adopted me, like, me couldn't walk at all. 
And so, like, ever since I was, like, 10 years old, like... So this is not your biological father? No, I've never met my biological father. Okay, ever. okay, okay. Yeah. I thought this was... Do you just, have I any clue who your biological father is? I saw a picture is? of him right after a really bad... It was... I'm not even fucking kidding you. This is wild. Like, you know, uh, so, like, I broke up with this girl that uh, I was really in love with. And the reason I broke up because we lost... She was pregnant, and we lost a kid at, like, 20 weeks. Oof. Damn. And then it just like ruined our relationship. And no joke, one of the best sets I've ever had in my entire comedy career was at Fireworks. Yeah. The opening round. And I fucking, I mean, I murdered. I But that day is the day we found out we lost the kid. Mm-hmm. And I just went because my, not my wife, but she didn't want anything to do with me. Mm-hmm. Right then and there, she was like, I just need to be, so I went, I wasn't going to go. But she's like, you need to just go, like leave me alone. So I was like, Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and you proceeded to fucking crush. I crushed. And we just found out. Like, not just found out. I've been like a day or two. Still. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And Still. then, like, and I, I, and then, like, I crushed. And somebody has a picture of me. And if you look at the picture, I think Archie took the picture. Mm-hmm. And I am, like, stone cold, like, livid, like, just dead. On the face, like is this the picture you've had as like a profile picture for like fucking ever? No, okay. I don't know if I, 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 I have to find it sometime. But like, and that's like the worst day of my life. Yeah. Um, that day, because I was like, uh, I was like excited to be being like, I was excited about it. Um. And then, uh, the day that she, this is also like I'm usually a park fan. And the horrible, I always do really good when shit happens to me. <laughs> and then the day um, Chester Bennington killed himself, we found out he committed suicide. Yeah. It's also the day she broke up with me. Oh, my God. So I'm a huge, like, and then, like, I'm like, I will always remember that day. Because <laughs> also, they had the open mic at the Funny Bone of Liberty. Mm. And Jason, uh, Jason, uh, what, why can't I think of Jason's last name? Good all. Thanks. Oh, Good no, old, yeah. Passed away. It's like, hey, like, I'm having other Jason who used to be Kutosh, used to be the manager at the at Funny Bone. Like, hey, just give you a heads up. Kutosh is going to be here. I told him strictly come back and watch you so he can get your work. And I fucking murdered. Mm-hmm. And I went outside and cried. <laughs> After I murdered, I was like, oh my God, I did so great. And I just so cried. we need to make some more bad we need, shit. We need to have some to bad you. shit happen for Saturday. We need to, like, I don't know, slashes tires or something. Just <laughs> now, nah, it's got to be way worse than that. <laughs> but with my back to my dad, yeah, like me, I mean, like ever since I was like ten years old, like, like I'd literally wipe his ass, like I'd, I'd get him in and out of his wheelchair. Oh, so it's, he's been that bad for that long? Yeah, like he's gotten worse over time. Like, but he was bad when I was like that young. Okay, so he's still alive. Yeah, he. I don't know how. Um, so yeah, my cousin had muscular dystrophy and he died at 30. They, they, he has lived so long. They think they misdiagnosed what type of muscular dystrophy it's he has, be. or it's a new type of brand of muscular dystrophy they've never seen before Yeah, because nobody with muscular dystrophy lives as long as he lives. Yeah. Cause he's this, not, um, not if he was, if he was already that bad that long ago, he's in his like, he's almost 60. That is wild. There's this method of sustaining long-term life that I don't know if you guys knew about this, but it is actually being a piece of shit. <laughs> it is a, it is it's it's a thing especially in Star Wars. Like the power of hate will keep you alive because a lot of dudes get stabbed and and keep on living. 
That but, is fucking wild that, yeah, that he's lived that long. It's weird. And I was talking to my grandma about it. My grandma was like, yeah, they don't, because he's lived so long, they actually went to specialists, and they, they think they might have mixed diagnosed me. Yeah, it's muscular dystrophy. They just don't know if Especially they have the, this before. That was, you know, at least 20-something years ago. It's entirely possible it was misdiagnosed. Um, but it's just like, I think that, but going back to like helping him, like I always helped him out, even though I hated him and yeah. he was a piece of shit to me. And I had, I was like, listen, like he can't do this. He needs yeah. to be done. Nobody needs to live like this. Like you need to yeah. do this regardless if he belittles you, emotionally destroys you, mentally destroys you. You have to do it because he's a person. That's what you have to do. Yeah. yeah. And I did it. I think that's where, like, like unconditional love for my son. Like, I'll do anything yeah. for him because, like, I, that's what I did when I was, like, that young. Like, mm-hmm. my parents went to, we all had, the one time we went to Disney World, it's the worst fucking vacation of my life. No. <laughs> no, that breaks my heart. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, my parents got into a huge, like, my grandparents went with us. I, my parents got into a huge-ass fight. So on vacation, like, my mom was going to help him get dressed. And, like, she, they got a huge fight. Like, it's not a handicap accessible hotel room. Yeah. So my dad was just going to lay there all day. And oh, I'm, just in the hotel? Just, just in not the hotel because my mom was so pissed off at him. Yeah. So I was like, I'll do this. <laughs> like, I was like 11. I was like, I'll just get him up because oh. that's fucked up, first off. That, that is a level of petty. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't move? See you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will always remember that. I got him ready to go for, and I hated that vacation so much. That's why when they went again, I decided not to go. Because they went again. Uh, well, they really didn't invite me either, but that's just <laughs> It was weird. They thought I'd have more fun when I graduated. Mm-hmm. Once I graduated, that they were going to take my sister, my brother, and them, and they were going to um, the Disney World and stay at his, like, lawyer's, like, place. Yeah. So like, okay. I'll just chill here. <laughs> but yeah. And, but that's where taking care of like things is taking just take care of my son. I was so used to it when I was so young. Yeah. That's all I You did. can do it for a grown man, you can do it for a tiny kid, child. Yeah. As a kid you were doing it. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, that's why I was like, I remember my dad would be like, made me fix shit on the roof. I was like, have you ever done this before? Because <laughs> clearly you can't go up ladders. So I'm pretty sure you've never done this before. I used to, I was, when I got, I went and got my hair cut over the weekend and I was teasing, I was teasing him because he has that big fucking craftsman. Yeah. A toolkit that he keeps like all his merch and shit that he sells at the barbershop. And uh, he, he hired another barber, by the way. Oh, he did? Yeah, he did. Nice, uh, nice guy. Real nice guy. Was but he there? He was there, yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, but the new guy, uh, Nick, I think his name was, was asking if he had a had a screwdriver. He was looking around for one. I was giving him shit, and I was like, "This tall ass fucking craftsman toolbox, and you don't have a screwdriver?" Because <laughs> it made me laugh. Because my dad always had one of those tall ass fucking like fancy craftsman yeah, yeah. with with every tool known to fucking mankind on it. He was all meticulous about where they went. And there was one day I finally asked my dad. I was like. Are you ever going to use these? Because every time I got a bar with a screwdriver, you're a dick about it. I've never seen you use a single one of these fucking <laughs> tools. And then, like, I wasn't allowed to borrow the car for a while. But still. <laughs> 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 so I have, like, no fucking tools in my house. <laughs> um, so I get what you mean, where, you're, where he's, like, got you, they're fixing the roof, and you're, like, right. 
you don't even know what the fucking roof looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you've never, I know you've never done, because nobody's ever hooked you up to like a crane and put you up here. Like, done the done the art done the over the shoulder army carry. carry Even you. then, your legs are like a dead marionette puppet, like just fucking dangling. Like, what if you like signed up for track and field, but then like second guessed yourself and like, you know what, I'm not gonna do this. And your dad's like, oh, you're not gonna do track and field, you piece of shit. Yeah, you do it. <laughs> you fucking oh, do yeah. it. Let's see what you got, Usain Bolt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. So as 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 he's as as Miles is getting older now. Is it one of those where when it gets to like a certain age, you'll or now are you kind of because like because you because with host with running the Sunday show at Wiley's that that in and of itself is a lot. I mean, that's a lot of work. It makes you want a quick comedy. It makes you want a quick comedy. Um, but do you see yourself like as he gets older going out, more. going out more? Um, I've thought about it a lot. Yeah. And like at what point age do I go out more? And like I'm thinking in my head, like, I don't know because. Yeah, real like when I was doing comedy like hard for before he was born and before COVID, I wake up at six in the morning, go to the gym, go to and I was working forty hours a week, go to work, get off work, drive two or three hours, do a show, whatever, even sometimes four or five, drive home, go to wake up, go to the gym, yeah, all over again, and like I don't know because that like it's exhausting just to think about. <laughs> it was fucking weird because a lot of people that. As, as much as I was doing comedy, a lot of people, and as far as I traveling, as much I was, I don't think a lot of people still had full-time jobs. Yeah. Because I was like, and like, I'm very meticulous at waking up at six in the morning to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just sleep in my car. Like, I pull up to work. Like, if I had like a really far out of town show, mm-hmm. I'd literally just pull up to work and sleep in my car and go to... <laughs> walk in and do it all over again like it was weird like this is how it was like i miss it but then i don't know how the fuck i did that <laughs> i know what you mean <laughs> van and i are talking about doing all these shows in may and all i could think is Dude, the oh, last week of may last week of may for us is going to be fucking where are you guys re- going monday louisville wednesday louisville again friday, friday cleveland, cleveland. Oh yeah, and all I, can I think, don't miss that at all. All, I, all I can think is I'm going to be so fucking tired. <laughs> we, uh, Wednesday's caravan. So mo- Monday, yeah. Monday we're doing Planet of the Tapes. Wednesday we're doing caravan, and then Friday it's a hookup he got from yeah. Hair Off. It's me, him, Kemper, and I think, and then just Cleveland guys. Yeah, was, Cam Myers might go. Cam might. He's oh wait, guy. never mind. Cam's only. I'm only going to invite Cam if you can't go. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I can't I'll, bring I'll, a bunch of people. I'll know tomorrow. Yeah, I don't miss. I mean, I don't miss it. Like, yeah. I gotta drive up because I gotta take my mom to like Cleveland tomorrow for oh really her heart ish her yeah. heart rock there. And I'm like, every single time I do that, I'm like, I do not miss this three and a half. It's like three hour ten minute drive. Yeah, which way you go? Yeah. I do and we're not technically miss going like past Cleveland too because so. we're going to Chagrin Falls. Yeah, okay. Chagrin Falls or Cuyahoga Falls? Chagrin. Okay. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't miss it. Yeah, the Louisville travel is not that bad. It's. It's better when you got people with you. A- yeah. a- any traveling for comedy, if you've got at least Honestly, one other comedy. the ride with, you, with uh, us and Halima Shane and, and Shane was, was, was fine. That was yeah. a cool ride. And then I went again with Perkins Woods and yeah. Rogers. But like I, I've, I've done that drive alone. I've done the drive out to India alone. It sucks by yourself. Yeah. Driving like that sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I did Louisville Comedy Club, I drove by myself and it, it blew. Mm-hmm. So, 
kind of go back to the original question. Like, so you're just kind of still figuring out what you want to do as far as like when he gets older. Or yeah, like, like, I'm just like, do I want to travel like that again? I think that once, was, I was like, huh? Once Miles is old enough and he realizes that that is what you've done, he's probably gonna like encourage you to do that shit. Probably. My thing is though, too, I've kind of like not to sound conceited, I've kind of accomplished the only thing I haven't accomplished is like headline somewhere headline at a club like headline 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 and then like an album it's only two things like i've kind of like i've always wanted to go viral that's the one thing i've always wanted and i've I've done that you got that out of the way several times yeah so like i've done that that was just one thing i've always wanted to do i've always wanted to have a a video hit over a million views i've had that on one of my reels you were able to do what a lot of comics don't get to do which is supplement your income yeah. with comedy like you were able to yeah. take a break from work by going to part-time because com- like like even that alone for most comics is like holy shit that fucking bitch ass covid bitch ass covid i'll always remember that shit fucking terrible timing for like for you of all people like first yeah because everyone else by then was either there or not there and it wouldn't have made a difference you were to be on that cusp <laughs> I say I was on the cusp, but like I mean, forty shows in two months, like that's pretty fucking. Yeah, they weren't like club show. I mean, some of them were club I shows, know, but, but still, still bar shows. Fucking, I'm it, stoked to have five performances in May. I, I would love it because I because I use that band ki- that that uh, bands in town thing to track my oh, shows yeah. on my website. It'd be nice if most of those weren't open mics, yeah. like really <laughs> and truly. <laughs> like I just. I planned it out. Like, I don't yeah. know. It, it, it sucks. Like, yes, I'm still pissed about it, but I have a son now. If Miles is 10 years old and you haven't, like, dove headfirst back into comedy, Mike, Shay, and I are going to come beat the shit out of you. I mean, I'll probably be dead by then. So. <laughs> <laughs> the world will be over. <laughs> no. Now, if there's anything that will keep you alive forever, it's knowing that Miles is going to have a good dad. Yeah, hopefully. You're going to live to 90 just because of that. That'd be sweet if I... Nah, I don't know if I want to live that long. It's a long time to live. I know. So then, You're already, what, like 50, right? Fuck <laughs> you. I'll be 38. That's what people don't realize, too. Like I always I'm, forget you're older than so me. So you've really been doing comedy for only like eight years? Yeah. I bet. Re- yeah, realistically, the past three years, not so much, yeah. but... You start... I, well, in hell, and then... Well, three years ago, you had been doing comedy for five years, and you reached a point where you were booking that many shows. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. yeah, that's good progress. Like it took a pandemic to kill your momentum. Yeah. Think about that. Pretty much. It took a pandemic. And that's also it also it blows my mind, too, because when I think about the fact that because you, you you started right when I moved up here. Yeah. And and when I first saw you, I could have sworn you'd already been doing it for a long time because it just you just took to it so well. As when I first started, I used to write. I used to try to do long jokes mm-hmm. like. Like actual like not storytelling, maybe sort of combination of everything. And this so is like where probably bits like, with punches, and bits with punches, and like, but I would write one liners. Yeah. But then I try to do bits, and I'm like, I remember the one point I can't remember where I was, but it was the mom joke, and then it was the mom joke, and like, what other joke was after that? I told like three in a row that was just straight one liners, and they kind of just like. uh Parkinson's kills any Etch-a-Sketch artist's dreams, <laughs> but makes them unpredictable sword fighters. 
I love adult coloring books because I can color nipples purple. <laughs> and then like, uh, I don't like friends with benefits, but I really like a friends with medical benefits. I don't, I can't even use that joke anymore because I've been telling that for years, but then somebody made a meme about that. Yeah. Damn. And I was like, fuck. So every once in a while it slips in there. I'm like, cause it's like, I mean, big bang theory did a whole episode about that. Actually. Did they really? It's like it's like it's like early season or something yeah. like that, and Sheldon doesn't understand the term "friends with benefits." No. And the whole episode is dedicated to him trying to understand it. it. But like it slips in there because like my mind was wired to do like those three jokes in a row. But like the first time I did it, they all killed, and I was like, "Oh, like I should really just stick with my one-liners." Yeah. And from there on, I was just like one-liner city. That's all I did. You're like the only. I can't even think of a Columbus or a Cincinnati or a Louisville comic like anywhere in this region of the Midwest. I can't think of anyone Nobody who does one-liners. The closest one's probably Patrick Murray in Indianapolis, and see, I don't know him. So we were we were trying to think of this last night, and like I was like, you know, when Tim Lucas was in town, he was probably the closest thing. Yeah. Um, Bridget Dedman was at first, then she changed. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She was a one-liner, then she just stopped doing one-liners. Yeah. Because they since then I told them to come up, told her to come up and talk to me about one-liners when she first started. I remember that (laughs) because nobody else down, nobody down there did it. They didn't know anybody down there. You know, who's kind of close is um, uh, what what's his nuts? The weird guy with the glasses that plays the guitar, Adam Uh, Parker. Adam Parker. Yeah. He kind of does one-liners with his guitar. Yeah, he, that he, is funny. He is. He tried doing just straight stand up one time. It was not good. I was like, don't stop. It was, he was like, I want to try it without the guitar. And afterwards, I was like, bring the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, that's because people always ask me, it's like, why did you, like, I get that question, like, why do you do one liners? And it's always like, that's, I didn't at first, but it yeah. just came more natural to me. It's always been more natural to me. How many times would you say, because you mentioned that, like, you had that joke that ended up being a meme and going viral. With one-liners, like, generally speaking, like, I'm sure a lot of one-liner comics have dealt with that. How, how many of your jokes have you just randomly seen as a meme? On the internet? Yeah. That like, I wrote? to the point where you couldn't do them anymore because... Not, that's the only one I've honestly, I don't think I've ever seen that I use. You've had, like, your, your tweets get shared around... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then people at shows will be like, "Wait, I've heard that heard that before." Because yeah, it's from yeah, me. It's me. Well, I, I meant I meant the ones that get shared around like on Facebook, but like they, like you're not tagged in, and you're yeah, like, yeah. "How many of this shit am I not getting credit for?" Oh, I know. <laughs> what was that one? Uh, the Tinder block. Didn't I send you a message yeah, one day, and the yeah. Tinder block had fucking shared your shit without yeah. like tagging you in? Yeah, and then I was so mad on your behalf. I have your T-shirt still. I still wear your fucking T-shirt. It's a good, <laughs> it's a comfy fucking T-shirt. t-shirt. Um, it was that. There's ones where like. Like what was the there was one I was did I ever tell you I had people actually like like uh, from like out of town message me about you because of that the the time time to lean time to clean bit no I had friends of mine who like I had posted like I was on a show with you or something like that this was years ago this was back when you did that and uh, friends of mine were like I've seen that dude's name before and then they pulled up a picture of the tweet (laughs) you know him I was like. He's the guy I do my fucking podcast with, with. you nutsack. Thanks for listening to the podcast, assholes. The president of the company that I used to work for, his name's Jade. He's in our fantasy football league. And uh, as we were about to start the season this past year, he texted me. He was like, dude, is Mike what the fuck Wells in our fantasy league? I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's him. I said, holy shit, he follows you on like... uh, 
on oh. Twitter, obviously. That's <laughs> so weird, dude. Yeah. Um, and then the same thing with with uh, that uh, Drew Garris and the other guy that's in our yeah. shit posts about Bengals a lot. Like, yeah. He same Jade texted me the same shit. He was like, "Dude, is that Drew Garrison, the guy that covers the Bengals in our fantasy league?" I'm like, "Damn, I got famous friends. <laughs> this is great." Isn't that so weird? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call myself famous or anything like that, but it's just like, like, like yeah, I know that. You've person. been viral. Yeah, millions yeah. of people well, have seen your work. It's weird because actually, I wish I had the article still, and I don't know. Somebody sent me an article where, like, they sent me like I'm my one of my, and I can't even remember what tweet it was. It was like the top ten tweet of like a decade or something mm-hmm. like that, and made it on like Fuck. Buzzfeed. Holy shit! And I was like, what? And like, yeah, it, it had weird. to have been the time to lean, time to clean. Job. I don't think it was that one. That was the weird thing. I don't think it was that one because that's when I thought it was going to be, and I was like, "Because there's those twi- there's these like there's these like Twitter accounts that will like, I don't know how automated they are, but like if your tweet gets referenced in like an article on like HuffPost or BuzzFeed, they'll tag you and be like, your 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 tweet was quoted in this article. I've had a couple of Gee. those happen because I do a lot of stuff in like the film sphere. Yeah. Well, it's weird. Yeah. It's like I've had to like, and the cool thing is like, so what happens is a lot of time with your tweets is if they go on articles, is they don't, they don't tag you or they 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 tag the person that shared it to yeah. to them. And so like I've had to do cheeseburger a couple times in BuzzFeed. I was like, "Hey, like I messaged him like, "Hey, this is my tweet. Can you tag me in it?" Yeah. They do and it never does anything for me. No. But it's just weird to think about like I I told Melissa this the other day. I said, like, "You realize for the rest of my life like that shit will go around the rest of my life and there's nothing I can do about it. Nope. Yeah. It will always be there. Like always. And it's weird to think about like every year I have the same shit like it shared a massive amount of times. Yeah. yeah. Every goes in waves. Year. Yeah. Does it come around the same time like the time to lean one for instance? Does yeah, that it comes one around like, the same time every around year. Around the same time? Yeah. People catch it on probably on their like the bath time bomb hops one and comes shit. around. Not well, as- especially because of stuff like Facebook memories and yeah. like Twitter flashback and stuff like that too. It'll be like, remember when you shared this and oh yeah, and so it'll yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I've probably gone viral like at least probably like twenty times. I feel like a little. Jeez. Oh yeah. And now you got how many followers on Facebook? No, I'm thirty six thousand. That's that. a Fuck lot. you. But still, no, it's not. No, it's seven hundred. Fuck you. In the it's grand scheme of, of things, no. But compared to me and this asshole, well, fuck here's you. Thing, mine's also like what, why I take pride in the most. They're just my stuff. It's not. Yeah. Like, yeah. My I can. It's considered a meme page, but it's literally just yeah. your shit, my shit, not yeah. like other people's stuff. So. Yeah, well, and it's funny because like on Twitter, you, I mean, you have a fair amount of people on Twitter, but like. It's screenshots of tweets yeah. from a Twitter account that doesn't have anywhere nearly as many. Nope, and it makes no fucking. I will. Ne- I can't figure that out, and I'll never figure it out, and never will. I don't think there's anything to figure out, honestly. Yeah. It doesn't make it nothing. Cross Algorithm platforms. is like I'll pay all of a sudden. I'll pick up shit. Like I'll start picking up files on Twitter on my Facebook. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then somebody one time this happened, and somebody sent me a video of this girl just laughing at one of my tweets. Yeah. That she had a following. But she was reading tweets and laughing at them. My mine was the first one up there, so I was like, okay. Yeah. That's just fucking weird, but whatever. Yeah. TikTok, TikTok is a fucking haven for that shit of people people reacting to other people's sh- other people's shit. Really just duetting it. So like cause because like I watch like reaction content and stuff on fucking like YouTube. 
but they're reacting to things that are already fucking huge. Like they're reacting to a Disney Plus show, a Hollywood movie that doesn't need their help. It's just entertaining to watch these people lose their shit when Captain America catches the hammer in Endgame. As opposed to like on TikTok where it's, I made a joke and you're getting more attention for laughing at my joke than my joke fucking cop. Oh, I hate more than anything. No fucking fucking sense. sense. And I'm guilty of that too because there was one time I did like a duet or something to someone's video and it got like fucking 10,000 hits yeah. and I'm like, I feel dirty. <laughs> I, feel like them I feel gross. I hate the ones. And I mean, it's kind of, it plays to autistic people. I feel like TikTok panders to people that are on the spectrum in any. Oh, anybody who's realm. any semblance of neurodivergent, TikTok is super for them, which is probably because why I can, lose, like, I can lose an hour in it easily. There, it'll be like a, like a podcast clip, for instance, like an, a minute long yeah. story that somebody's telling on podcast, but then somebody's duetting that and just showing something that is like aesthetically pleasing to look at, like yeah. you know, slicing a cake or something, and it just looks really cool. Yeah, and then that because like the original video. Got doesn't dick. get shit but then yeah. because they duetted it and they showed something that people like want to look at stuff that's you know satisfying to watch the videos i cannot stand on tiktok or prank videos i yeah. cannot fucking stand them not even the guy that like uh walks by people in the park and he's like oh shit and then just like rips wet for no, because ah. like it's all been like because like it's been it, done before it's pranks it's, pranks do nothing for yeah, me it's yeah. all been done before but like knowing that like like one person do it, then other people will do it. And it's just yeah. the same fucking thing over again. There's Some no people originality. Do the same shit. Huh? Yeah. It's no originality. Like the drive through, like uh, grabbing the ice cream from the ice cream shit. Oh, like, shit. That's so dumb. Especially because, like, I also don't like if I'm telling a joke to an audience that is there to hear me tell a joke, I don't give a fuck if they're uncomfortable. They, they, they pay yeah. to come see the joke. I don't like going out into public to like unsuspecting people and like, like fucking with their day. One Making of my favorite things I've read is prankster gets shot. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I love it. Love I it. was like, finally, some yes. justice. Like those those videos where like the guys go to the parking garages like dressed as clowns and pretend to be like, you remember, and would yeah. like scare people. No, that's how you get shot and that's how you fucking deserve it. My I'm thing sorry. Is they do like, some dickish things to the people. Yeah. To where I'm like, yeah, you're going to fuck up one time. Yeah. Like I will always remember this prank video. It's the one where this dude, I'm, this dude, like, the guy's so far away. This guy's walking up on some black people. Yeah. And he was like, you want to fight? You want to fight? And one of the guys oh, walks yeah. behind him, right? And I'm like, what's that guy doing? Yeah. And then the guy's like, what the? And he takes off his clothes, and he's basically in a fucking um, a Borat suit, swimsuit. Yeah. But if you look, the dude behind him was pulling out a gun. Was getting ready to, yeah. To shoot yeah. him in the back of the head, but then realized it was a prank, put his gun yeah. up. But I was like, yeah. He almost died. Yeah. And that, that, that shit makes me really mad, too, because I feel like. I would not feel good if somebody walked up to me and was just fucking with me like, oh, you're fucking looking at you want to fucking fight me? Yeah. Like, I, my fight or flight's going to kick in. I'm really going to be like, so yeah, I, let's fucking go. That's so why I have mixed feelings on like impractical jokers. When they're doing shit to each other, that's yeah. fucking funny as fuck. That's cool. Yeah. When they're like in the grocery store taking shit out of people's like groceries, like like grocery carts and like, I'm like, don't fuck. Because if it's me and I see someone's taking like a watermelon out of my cart and it's throwing it back and forth. I'm getting fucking pissed. Yeah. Like, first of all, I'm already at the grocery store. I don't want to be at the grocery store. Nobody wants to be at the grocery store. And I'm having to spend an exorbitant amount of money to fucking be here. Can you leave me the fuck alone? Yeah. yeah I'm with I'm with him. Like, pranks. Just, yeah. Prank videos are the worst. I just am like, please, for the love of God. Yeah. Well, especially because also nowadays, most prank videos are fake anyway. 
My I'd say yeah, about ninety percent. Scripted of them. and yeah. Ninety yeah. percent. My favorite one is like when the pranks don't go well and like they get flack back from the people. Yeah. That's my favorite. Oh, it's and it's not just like you could tell they're faking the flack. Like the dude's fake going off, and then like when it's like really like, oh, that dude's like being serious. Like, yeah, that's not his buddy yelling yeah. at him. This is like a real person's being. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I will fucking rape you. So, <laughs> do you guys want to make a rehearsed video where uh, like one of us pretends to prank somebody, and then we just like stage and script a fight, and like the person getting pranked just fucks up the prankster? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. No, I'm, I'm good. Shoot the other one in the There's leg. <laughs> yeah. Real bullet. So, like, because I know we're running out of time here, and and to kind of end it with coming back around to to us talking about talking about wells here. So, with um, I'm going to ask you two things. One of which is a question I asked I asked Dusty when when him and Carol had their first kid, which is, um, did having a kid? I know it changed your like motivation slash like how like just just, like just the motivation to do comedy did having a kid change like your outlook on comedy <clears throat> no this is fucking weird like yeah. my, my perception how to write jokes yeah no i'm still a dark individual that like i can't write stuff about my own kids still yeah it's weird like it doesn't like it's just awkward. Like, I thought, like, I'd have material about some stuff about my kid. I literally have nothing. Well, it is your fucked up upbraiding <laughs> bringing that makes you tell <laughs> fucked up jokes. Yeah. But, like, you, you want the opposite of that for your yeah. kid. So that's why you can't think of Miles in that respect. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Until he starts doing some fucked up shit of his own. Like, he just <laughs> runs, in the, runs in the room one day holding his turd. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing. Like, he's not done anything, like, crazy. Yeah. Um. What if he wants to get into comedy as a teenager? You gonna let him? Oh, he can do whatever he wants to do. Just don't be a dick. That's what I've always thought. What is it from? From the boys? Don't be a cunt. Yeah, <laughs> don't be. A cunt, <laughs> don't be a realistically. Cunt. So then, kind of same thing. I asked. I asked him uh, when we were interviewing him. Is so then with 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 your attitude towards comedy having changed since having having Miles with this with this Saturday show coming up? Like, what was the because he's even like running the Sunday mic, you, you know, it's a lot of work. Sometimes it makes you want to quit comedy. So then why, and I, and I don't mean this like uh, as a dig, it's just like, so then why do this, this show on Saturday? Like what, it, like, is there something you're, is there some kind of goal? Like, is there, is there something you're hoping to achieve with this show? Or? I still like doing comedy. Yeah. That's the thing is like, you guys are friends, obviously. Like, um, I still really like doing, I still have an itch to do comedy the problem is like i just don't want to go out yeah travel constantly for it's close by it's friends um it's like what what if this show pops off what do you mean like what if we can do three mics like what if suddenly like like pete there's like what if for some fucking reason there's suddenly a demand for like oh that show constantly traveling for for like three not necessarily traveling traveling but just like hey columbus funny bone wants to come up and do a three mic show there or that's fine. Or yeah. even like <laughs> bars and shit. Because like. I know it's not going to be like, I mean, if it was like every day, I'd be like, oh, fuck. But as long as it's like on your terms. Yeah, like not even my terms per se, but like if it's like, all right, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like every single week, I'd be like, fuck. Right. 
No, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know if I could do that. Um, I like having a life. <laughs> but I've thought about that, though. I've already yeah. kind of thought, like, what if this does take off? Like, it'd be pretty cool yeah. type thing to do. Like, what would I do? And I'd just be like, well, I don't know. Just have to wait and see.